Initiating startup sequence. Five, five, You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 177 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm not so sure about that. No, I'm pretty sure, but I was trying to think of something like really stupid to say, like... Don't worry, Vault it'll 177. come to you. No. No? Well, I mean, that is stupid. If you add the 1 to the no, 7, it's no. 87. You're like the worst, or 78. You're the worst numerologist. That's the reason why I'm not a meteorologist. I am Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. And alongside of us, always, not actually always, but kind of sometimes, is uh, my good friend, Tony... <laughs> he's uh he's uh he's running uh our uh engineering over there on the side and we're gonna talk about that here in a few yeah, minutes this is our one and only episode of the sound engineer yeah great. exactly so maybe we need to hire him on i don't know if we can get more beer maybe he'll show up more a lot more beer a lot more beer um anyways so uh what are we all drinking right now because actually each one of us is drinking something different it's true which is unusual um i am drinking a laurel wood red which is nice and smooth and yeah it's it's kind of like an amber. It's good. It's like you're tasting the blood of thy enemy. No, that would be a little more bitter and, and yet sweet. This oh. is just smooth. Okay. Tony, what are you drinking over there, bud? It's a Stone Session Pale Ale. Okay. Um, and I am drinking the Kasi IPA. I don't remember which one again. <laughs> this is what you were drinking when we started the podcast, and I would make fun of you endlessly, so it's appropriate. Yeah, well... I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just you kept drinking it over and over and over. Hey, I had a 12-pack and only drank it during the podcast. Was it a 12-pack? Because it felt like it was a 24-pack or possibly a 48-pack. It might have been a 24-pack. Okay. I'm not sure. It might have been a Costco special. Yeah, there you go. So, um, anyways, guys, uh, what have we all been up to this week? Well, um, this weekend I went to the Portland Light Festival. I went to part of it. So, apparently there's now... I just ate my microphone. That was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are four stations around Portland uh, in different quadrants. I went to the probably the biggest one, which is next to OMSI. Um, and I'm not sure who started it or sponsored it. It's just like a really cool festival where the only like theme is light. So like all these different artists will make these little installations, and some are interactive, and some are just ones you look at. The fire? Yeah. So it's like the qu- burning crosses and qu- stuff? No, that's something else, Zach. Oh, um, so there, I saw it in the history there book was, at one point. There was fire, but not not that like out of dragon's mouth, like a yes. medieval knight. So someone had, someone had made it, a sculpture. Someone made a sculpture of a dragon that shot out flames, and that was right in front of Omzi, and that was epic. There was also a pretty cool one that looked like uh, two horns coming out of the ground, or like sort of like a portal, maybe. So kind of like trees. Uh, like think like a gateway with two curved arches on each side and then the tips um would shoot out flames and what was cool about the flames is they shoot flames in the flames no flames from the tips of the horns yeah but you said they were curved so are they shooting at each other no it's like a like two columns with slight curves um toward each other but not but so then the flame shoots. okay so if you want to see the picture of this i'll put it up on our instagram account yeah, we're gonna need that. so you can visualize it but what was cool about it is there was actually a button by the walkway where when the attendant would let you, you'd flip up this little teapot and there'd be a red button and you you could push it and make the flames come out. I don't think you know what a teapot is. It's, well, this is a special teapot. <laughs> it, uh, a teapot, you go, it makes water hot. <laughs> anyway, it was really cool. Um, other, other things along the way um, in this part of the uh, exhibit, I didn't see the other f- three parts. But there was um, several fire pits that were really epic. One was like a two-story. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Hold on. Did you take off your socks and run across a hot coal? No, that what was not enough. That was not an option. There was a um, wrought iron. It's fire always pit, an though. option. Just depends on how drunk you are, Tim. So there's a fire, and then there's another level. The fire on top of that. So there's like two levels of fire. It was like just, and it was like this wire mesh, and it was just burning, and, and there was like a fan. It was really cool. It's hard to describe. Um, Apparently, there was like a robot. There was this little, um, kind of like a tent, kind of like a curvy tent, like a Nautilus shell, but it was filled with um, stage fog. So it was kind of like being inside of a bong, <laughs> but there was like 
like club music like you go in this little thing so it was exactly like being inside of a bong it kind of was was I don't know what they called it but it was like you walk in this this flap and then like it curves around circular like a nautilus and there was like they said the stage fog and the trance music it was really fun (laughs) um um, let's see I'm trying to remember really quick oh there's uh, mushrooms (laughs) mushrooms It's uh, me, Mario. Woo-hoo. You would. They had uh, sensors on them, so when you would touch the mushrooms, like the these sounds would play. Some had like laughing children. Some had like sea seashore noises. Um, it was really strange, really beautiful, really bizarre. Did they sell mushrooms? No, but I'm telling the you, fuck? if you were like on <laughs> mushrooms or some other mind altering um, experience, this exhibit would have been pretty epic. It was pretty cool, like totally straight, like I was, but huh. Um, I guess this happens. I've, I've been to this before um, one other time. I think it happens early February every time. Okay. Um, like a yearly thing? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things. The only, only other part that I'll probably mention is they had these projectors on a building. So it was a flat building. Um, there wasn't windows, but in the projection, they had windows projected onto this building and like people like doing things inside and um, like little vignettes. Wow. No, 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 that kind of stuff. But like it was like a cartoon playing on the side of a building, okay. with the building being the can- canvas or okay, yeah. It's hard to describe, but it was cool. It was really cool. All right. Um, the only other thing I'm gonna mention about my week is I tried to make some barbacoa and I failed epically. So I made the sauce good. I blended it up. Um, put the adobe peppers and the, um, lime juice and what all the other ingredients. I got that part down. What I screwed up was I I cooked the meat too hot. Initially, okay. and it made it all tough. Mm. Yeah. So I cooked it like for another. F- so you made barbacoa jerky. Yeah. Um. So the sauce was good, and it did go into the meat a little bit, but the meat was really tough. It's, it's supposed to be like shredded. It's supposed to like fall apart, like yeah, yeah, pulled pork or whatever. But it was not. It was tough because I cooked it too fast at first. Weird. Yeah. So I need to try again. Um. I kind of ruined a twenty-seven dollar roast that way. Ouch. So I've got a bunch of meat at home that I'm gonna. I cut it up and I, I stewed it some more in the juice, like for another four hours, and it loosened up a little bit. So now it's like edible. Okay. But it's not great. Gotcha. Um, but I'm gonna like, I'm gonna force myself to eat it the next week. Yeah, no shit. With tacos and stuff, it does still taste good. It's just the texture and it's kind of dry. Gotcha. So that was my meat fail for the week. What have you been up to? Actually, I was gonna say, uh, Tony, I gave you some meat. Have you got? The, have you used it yet? Oh no. No. I had a chance to. Okay, just checking. So. I, I did give uh, some antelope, I believe it was, to Tony. I do have plant. I'm gonna make a chili with it. Oh, that sounds good. Antelope yeah. chili. That sounds really good. Should yeah. make it on like a like a Thursday night, and I'll have leftovers on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, guys, uh, Friday we did first Friday, which oh, right. uh, I don't know a whole lot about, but we did experience it with Tim and his family. So Camus, um, like Chamber of Commerce. I host this event downtown Camus like every month and there's a different theme every month. Like, um, and you basically wander around businesses and kind of check in and do some kind of challenge or look for something and you get raffle tickets for doing that. And okay. there's prizes at the end. So that's the short version. Yeah. And it was fun. Um, Tim got stuck inside of a, uh, hair place for way too long. Yeah. That was awkward. She was like, let me touch your hair. I can t- tell you about removing all the hair Actually, from your arms. Actually, it was electrolysis, yeah. Uh, wait, Tony's got something funny about hair. Did, no, did you guys go to the wedding? Yeah. N- well, we were, it was like the whole thing was the wedding. So this was a special one where um, the bride and the groom had done this first Friday thing like for years as part of their courtship. And this time they got married and they used the first Friday as their reception. So there was a big tent that had like food and a wedding cake. Um, but the whole theme was like a affair to remember and it was all about them. So yeah. Kind of- so like the thing was like every single shop in downtown Camus had different wedding photos and you had to walk in each one of them and guess what year the photo was taken in. And then they had a little card that told you what year it was. I sucked at that. I was pretty good actually. Well, my understanding is that uh, Mayor Higgins actually officiated the wedding. Oh really? Yeah, so we weren't there for, the, we weren't there for that. We were there. I don't know what time that happened. We were there, what was considered their reception. And they were wandering around having fun with everybody. And I did get to see them. I didn't introduce myself, but, I mean, I saw them. Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was really cool. And the nice thing is my son didn't get cranky till like, the very end, um, which was, was And amazing. there was free booze. There was, yeah, there was free booze. So that was awesome. We went to Caps and Taps. 
Um, and we had a couple beers there as well. So that was nice. Um, other than that, this week, I'm trying to... Uh, I watch Shameless. I'm almost caught up on Netflix's series. How many so, seasons? So there's seven seasons on Netflix, and the eighth one just finished on live TV. Um, and so it's it's getting a little bit more serious unless, like like I said last week, it was all cocks and balls and vaginas. And it's less that this season. So there's still a lot of boobs. So if you like if you like college teen perky boobs like Q does, it's perfect. I mean, I think you like someone younger than that, but oh, that's true, probably. But yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so I am watching Shameless, and then uh, we actually got brand new podcasting equipment. That that's the reason why Tony's over here helping us out this week. We'll talk more about that in Tech Talk, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um, anyways, so that's what I have been up to this week. Unless you want to chime in with what you've been up to, Tony. But Tony's like, nah, I don't want to do that. No, fuck these guys. I don't want to be associated with this goddamn podcast. So, Tim, you want to talk, talk about the news uh, segment, the first one? Um, sure. Sure. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, well, okay. So, uh, Tim, what? The Falcon is heavy. So, what you just heard was the launch of the spec SpaceX Falcon X, or no, sorry, SpaceX Falcon Heavy. Um, SpaceX, the rocket firm um, that Elon Musk started, although someone else was running it. Um, the pulled, same dude who did the fucking flamethrowers, guys. Yeah, he's kind of my hero right now. Um, he carried By the way, out, Tony, he bought a fucking goddamn flamethrower. I did. I'm a little jealous. We're going to use it. There will be video. It'll be there for guys' night. We're going to we're gonna start the barbecue with it. Yeah, you can bring it to Magic Night yeah, or whatever. It'd be sweet. Um, he carried out what appears to be the seamless first-ever launch of its massive new rocket called Falcon Heavy. Um, SpaceX, the game-changing company helmed by billionaire Tesla CEO Elon Musk, the owner of the world's most powerful operational rocket. I didn't realize he owned Tesla. He owns Tesla, he owns SpaceX. I didn't realize that. He's like a Bond villain I for good. I thought the other dude was the Virgin Mobile dude owned Tesla. No. Okay, well, whatever, that shows as much as I know. Um, so it, it launched around Tuesday around 3.45 p.m. Eastern from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Um, what... <laughs> What made this, they launched like 11 satellites, but they also launched uh, Elon Musk's uh, personal Tesla Red Roadster. It's his original right. model. He launched Tesla his Mo- fucking Roadster. car into space because he could. It's, it's orbit. I mean, who the fuck's going to tell him no? It's, it's, or- it's his fucking rocket. And I know. It's his goddamn car. That's so. when you know like you've made it, when you can launch your car into space just for shits and giggles. Um, so one I don't of the know how thing- long the batteries are going to last up there. I don't know. I Do mean, they have like energy plugins on the moon? I I don't think they put any solar panels on it, so it will run out. It's broadcasting right now. You can like actually see video from the perspective. They put like a um, like a fake robot in the spacesuit in the mm-hmm. in the driver's yeah. seat, and they're playing a song from. Oh crap! I can't remember who now. It's a song about space, though, on the okay. radio. Um. So one, the other thing they're trying to do with this whole launch is catch the booster rockets. So they've got this complicated system where they they have a drone ship in the ocean that try to lines up with the the booster rocket reentering the atmosphere, yeah, yeah. and they keep a little bit of the fuel left in the rocket so they can do a touchdown, yeah, instead of just falling from the sky, yeah. Um, and one of them didn't quite make it. Um, so the funny thing I found out about this is like people are trying to give them shit because like the first set of rockets fell. There's been some some failed SpaceX launches, yes. But no, like, I'm talking about this one. The okay. first one landed, touched down on the boat, just fine. Okay. The second one, like, crashed into it. And people were giving him shit. And he was like, I don't know. I mean, we had one issue, but the rest of it's going amazingly. So I count this as a win. It's a total win because NASA has had slashed funding and they're doing less and less projects. And it's really cool that, that we can continue our space exploration because we need to get off this planet like we are like how many billion of us are there now say eight billion i don't know there's a lot of us and we're running out of resources we need to get to mars like make some space potato chips whatever like mine some asteroids for asteroid chips oh asteroids have like like heavy metals and stuff we can make batteries for our cell phones and shit we need that can we get bigger than four thousand ma yeah absolutely all right um so this is really really good that our space exploration is continuing 
through SpaceX, and this is a huge milestone. Like, it wasn't completely successful, but it was, you know, like 90%. They launched the payload. They got two out of the three booster rockets back successfully. Yeah. And even the failure is going to teach them things that will make future missions more successful. So, um, moving back to video games, which is theoretically what our podcast is about. Yeah, technically. Shadow of the Colossus fans are working to solve a mysterious puzzle in the new PS4 remaster. Um, If you guys check out the game guide from uh, 1999 when the game was released, you'll probably find it. No, this is new. Um, Outside of the 16 Colossus defeat as part of the main story, the original had two sets of optional collectibles to find, fruit fruit trees and lizard tails both of which are also in the PS4 remake. Um, but the remaster has introduced a third type of collectible, which has been dubbed Enlightenments or Gold Coins by players, which glow and sparkle when found. Unlike fruit trees and lizard tails, which increase your health and stamina gauges respectively, the purpose of these coins is not currently known. So what I'm hearing is, this isn't going to do jack shit. No, I don't believe so, but we don't know what yet. Like, okay. Like the other things you collect will increase like, your health and your stamina. Yeah. It's pretty, like, you know, kind of like Zelda. You know, yeah. you know what that is. There's not a trophy associated with finding them, nor are they mentioned in the game. However, once you find your first coin, they are logged in the bottom corner of the map screen as a number that increases with each subsequent subsequent find. And according to um, a video from PS4 Trophies, they think there's a total of 79 of these. So 70 have been found so far, so there's nine more to be found. Nice. And we still don't know what these do. Sweet. So I like mysteries, and I thought that was cool. So, uh... I got two stories, guys, and uh, mine revolve. Well, one of them revolves around uh, the Google Pixel Two. Mm-hmm. Um, the Google Pixel Two has an HDR Plus camera on it, and the only application currently that can actually take advantage of the HDR Plus is the Google uh, Photo Camera app, like the native app. Like the native app. So Google has actually uh, released the Pixel Visual Core out to third-party apps now, and they're releasing it with starting with Instagram, Snapchat, and WhatsApp. So, uh, the Google Pixel 2 camera photos, like the ones that people have taken on Facebook and stuff, um, you know, they're good. They rival, um, well, right now they're saying that they rival the iPhone X, Mm -hmm. but now that they're actually releasing this out to third-party apps. So now Instagram will have, like, even better pictures from Google Pixel 2 owners? A lot of the, a lot of people have, uh, put up the Pixel 2. So my salad will look fucking amazing? It'll, 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 like, it'll give you, like, a trophy you don't even know what it's going to do um so the pixel 2 has been put up against iphone x and has came out victorious on the camera application which iphone has always destroyed other phones over um and even iphone users are claiming that the pixel 2 um photos look that much better so it's a pretty good feat for google coming out of the gate and i know that tony just got the google pixel um xl and i currently have the google pixel 2 so it's pretty nice to see that Google is getting some love and actually starting to get up there with uh, the iPhone in some certain areas. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Just trying to hold that back. Had to let it go. <laughs> no worries. Um, so the next uh, story I have, guys, comes from TheVerge.com. And uh, I thought this was just interesting. In times that people are really worried about their, uh, their mass appeal, mm-hmm. Facebook has taken this one step. There was a guy by the name of Travis McGinn who applied for a job at Facebook last year hoping to uh, work in market research where he'd currently worked for three years at Google. Um, he went in for the interview, and upon completion of the interview, they were at, he was blatantly asked, how would you like to track the public perception of Mark Zuckerberg? Um, he was obviously taken back by this, not thinking that this was the Google market or not the market research that he was planning on doing for Facebook. Um, but he has been working for the last year and has now spent over 100000 on political advertising under, under for Zuckerberg's uh, nationwide listening tour. So not only is Mark Zuckerberg doing Facebook things and got his hand in the pot with the Oculus, he's also extremely worried about his public perception and is actually hired. I feel like I should almost like read the Wikipedia entry for a narcissist at this point. Like, Yeah, he's, he's, really, got a, he's a guy, really worried. He's got a guy, a full-time employee just tracking his popularity yep that's i just thought i should say it i mean i thought it was weird that you don't no, really weird. you don't really hear of that very much i'm sure a lot of high like high public figures probably yeah, have this like a firm maybe but that's like for a short term not like ongoing yeah like... but you usually don't hire them like for the presidential candidates and like the president and stuff like that there's like 
tons of people to do this for free just to but again it's like for a couple months it's not like ongoing it's true so that's anyways weird. that's weird so that's what's, all i got for the what's news mark Zuckerberg want to do does he want to be like he's gonna take out elon musk he's gonna no. murder elon he's, musk does he have flamethrowers flame he might he does might, he have a car in space he might have bought his fuck you mark you're late to the party fuck too you, bad mark, you, mark. you're not as cool as elon you're just not i mean he sorry facebook he's pretty cool dude car in space I car mean, in space. Can can I friend him on Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg? No, the car in space. I mean, I could make an account, probably. We'll get on that. Okay. So, anyways, guys, that brings us over to Tech Talk. I never um, and for Tech Talk, guys, we have a whole entire brand new podcasting setup, which is... Hopefully it sounds amazing to you right now. Hopefully it sounds amazing. There's hundreds of listeners just recoiled audibly right there. Yeah. Before this, I was going, fuckity, fuck, 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 but, um, anyways, so what we are recording with, guys, is, uh, a large diaphragm condenser mic. I'm actually trying to pull this up, so, uh. They're, they're black and sleek and shiny. Yeah, I'm at, so, I apparently gotta log in. Uh, all these products come from monoprice.com. Well, with one exception. One overpriced exception. Well, that's because of the fine fucking print. So what Zach failed to realize is the nice mixer that we got did not include a USB cable. Uh, we need a 10-foot to go from his PC to the mixer, and it's a USB-A to USB-B connector. And, you know, this is it's a simple cable. It should be anywhere from 5 to $10. It's actually only 279 for a 10-foot cable on monoprice.com. Okay, but you know, getting a getting Just a same. decent one, you'd expect to spend somewhere in the neighborhood, like I said, five to ten. Yeah, but we didn't have that, and we needed to record tonight. So I went to Best Buy, and there was really only one option, which is their Insignia brand. And how much do you think I paid for this fucking cable? I think it was forty two ninety nine. No, it was thirty five dollars. Oh, okay. It was forty two ninety nine on the website. So wow, what a yeah, deal I, I got! Yeah, you got a great deal. So yeah, it's it's like half the price of one of our microphones for the stupid cable. Yep. Um, so speaking of that, our, uh, eight channel audio mixer is a USB mixer. Mm -hmm. It's the monoprice brand. So I was actually, uh, talking to Tony a little bit about this. I have a hunch that they're like, they're like buying these like huge audio company parts and slapping their name on it and selling it. It's kind of like Costco when they bought, when they make something. Is this like a a Costco thing? Is this a Kirkland brand mixer? Well, I think, I don't know if this one's picking Yeah, it's picking you up. It's not think, as loud as us, but yes. I think what it is is the is companies have Chinese manufacturer on their products. Yeah. Um, there are some kind of gray areas in terms of intellectual property rights, and I think Monoprice is taking advantage of that. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe okay. Might be taking and plug and play podcast is and plug and play podcast is, all is on board. definitely loving this. Reaping the benefits. Yes, yeah. exactly. So um, this is a good mixer for basically every musician and podcaster. Um, this is actually part of the podcasting uh, pro suite from Monoprice. It's a, sorry, it's an eight-channel mixer with a full suite of input options, including four balanced XLR microphone inputs, four unbalanced mono one-quarter inch TS line inputs, two pairs of unbalanced mono quarter inch TS inputs ganged together for stereo control, a single USB 2.0 input slash output for connection to a computer, a 3.5 millimeter stereo trs input and a pair of rca inputs the mixer provides a plus 45 volt phantom power to all four xlr mics um so we basically can go through and raise him up and lower me down because i am fucking loud you are so hopefully we've done that yeah so hopefully that's working on that side of it as well as and just talk about the mic some more yeah i'm gonna talk about the mic i'm actually just getting that so the large diaphragm condenser microphone is again the monoprice um, upon doing some research and actually from I was Tony, really happy with these. These, these yeah. look really cool for what they're. So from Tony's recommendation, uh, I picked these up because he is actually a musician and maybe we can get some break music from him at some point. At some point. Okay. Um, so it has a acoustic rep reproduction with a gold sputtered large diaphragm studio <laughs> condenser. Gold mic- sputtered large. It sounds like an expensive condom. I mean, it's extra large, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So I'm not going to run through all the specs on that because yes, I just don't understand that type of shit. But basically, uh, upon doing a lot of research on this, guys, um, if you guys are looking for it, is a product number 600 Oh, my God. No, stop, stop. Fuck you, Tim. Stop. Fuck you, Tim. And uh, doing a lot of research on it, a couple different websites have compared this to other $1,000 microphones. They're currently going for, I believe it was... I mean, maybe they are the same production facility that makes the $1,000 microphones and, like, when the main shift turns off at 11 p.m., they're like, all right, let's make the monoprice ones now. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. You know, you don't know. You don't know. So right now they are going for $69.99. Um, and 69. 69. I liked episode 69. We had the orgasms in oh the front of the Oh, my God. No, was... we're not doing that again. Okay. Well, we, don't, we can't do episode 69 Okay, again. get through the damn tech talks. We're going to have our tasty treat. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. We're running uh, a stereo jack splitter, so we both have No one cares on. about our splitters. Okay, we also have XLR cables. This is fucking all of it, dude. We have fucking microphone okay. stands. The now. microphone stands are cool. No one cares about the damn cables. What else do you want me to The microphone stands are cool because they we have... We have microphones. They we have, have a mixer. We have XLR cables. The stands have, like, these stabilizers on them. Nope, that, that came with the microphone. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when the I, shock like, when I, like bump it in, mount. like like bump it into my mouth it like reduces the shock of that yeah the shock mount came with the microphones um we also got pop filters which aren't your standard uh what you think of like the circular ones they actually like cover they half like, of the microphone they look like coffee filters yeah they look like a coffee filter almost so hopefully you can't hear the p- 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 yeah see it's not as hard it's just like a silent p it's a light p instead of a heavy p yeah it's like it's not it's like a it's like a see-through p not a dark yellow so it's a light peanut and dark amber pea yeah so that's uh that's this week's text text talk (laughs) tech talk holy shit hey sorry all right let's have another taste treat because god knows we need another one yep exactly we'll be right back after this music break And we are back, Tasty Treats in hand. This week, guys, we have from Epic Brewing, the Big Bab Baptist. Baptista. Baptista, sorry. 2016. Um, so a little bit about Epic Brewing. It was founded by David Cole and Peter Erickson in uh, 1992. They started a international aquaculture company. Um, and then from there, they went on to found Epic Brewing in Salt Lake City, Utah. So this beer comes to us from Salt Lake City. Um, this is one of the seasonal rare, rare rare releases. You've been having this age for a while, right? Uh, yeah, this is actually a year and... Well, this is the year of the Lord Lord 2018, so it's been at least one year, more like a year and a half. But... I've I personally had it for a year and a half. Okay. Um, so it's inspired by traditional Mexican coffee, uh, Café de Ola, uh, which is served with cinnamon, a pin... And unrefined sugar. <laughs> Fuck you guys. The cinnamon adds another layer of complexity. This is why I have him read the game release. And the I say his pronunciation is amazing. Accentuates the earthy character of the Mexican coffee. So, fuck you guys. I haven't tasted it. You two assholes have. All right, cheers. Let's try it. All right, cheers. So, I'm definitely tasting the Mexican coffee notes for sure. I definitely get the cinnamon. Mmm. It's like a, good cinnamon. This is like, like. I want my, would it, I like want now co- I want to crack that fucking 2017 that's in my fridge. Oh, I wouldn't you stop. Do the vertical, man. I really wouldn't stop you. Oh, fuck me. So this actually kind of reminds me of uh, Stone Brewing makes one called Zotavesa, hmm. and it's Mexican chocolate. It seems to be actually a fairly popular uh, theme that's been going around for the last couple of years now. Huh. So they claim that it has a combination of vanilla, cinnamon, Mexican coffee roasted by yes. blue copper. I would love coffee that tasted like this. Yes, I would. And solstice chocolate cacao nibs. That's that right. Close cacao nibs. Chocolate cow nib cow cow nipples. Cacao cacao nipples. Cacao nipples. It's it's a luxury, guys. The cacao nipples is a luxury. So, good job on Epic Brewing. Thank you for a second half of Plug and Play Podcast. You didn't Epic. really do this beer justice. This beer is amazing. The beer's fucking good. Well, yeah, well, you like talking about cow nipples and shit. Well, you guys say cacao nails. Na- I do wish he was a little more respectful. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, you're not giving this beer its due. Like I gave it a year and a half. I know. How that, much more fucking dues do you want? That's a lot of people rest- are like, for hey, you, for you, that's a ton of restraint. I'll yeah, give you that. No shit. People are like, hey, you guys should start aging beers, and I'm like, all right. This is the very first beer that I ever bought to age. The next one will be the 2016 uh, Abyss. Okay, cool. So, I created a monster. Yeah, you did. You're an asshole. Tony's actually the one who got me into fucking <laughs> aging beers and shit. And now my fridge is full of all these different beers. I'm well, like, well, then I can't it's touch appropriate here to reap the rewards of the yes. monster he's created. Exactly. So, anyways, guys, that is the second half tasty treat for this week on episode 177. Tim, you want to keep? Off. Well, speaking of tasty treats, um, cocktails come in many. Oh, sh- by the way, hey, fuck you, because I put this on the t- outline too, and then realized that you had literally just dropped it in. Also, I beat you to it. Like yeah, first dick. one there, whatever. I beat you to it. The duo glass is an all-purpose cocktail and whiskey glass. So when you look at a, like a cabinet for um, someone who enjoys cocktails, you see all sorts of shapes and sizes for cocktail glasses. The duo tries kind of like asses, all shapes and sizes. No. Why you gotta ruin everything? Um, so the duo is <laughs> is a hand blown glass that tries to um, come up with an elegant solution. Wait, was for... it blown? Okay, let's just watch the video. Spirits are meant to be enjoyed in all sorts of ways: neat, on the rocks, with fancy ice. I got fancy or ice. Or crafted into a cocktail. When we set out to design our ideal spirits glass, we quickly realized we enjoy drinking spirits in all these ways. But most glasses have a specific use, and we don't like all the glasses we have to use or the valuable cabinet space they can take up. My wife has complained that, about like having many too many glasses. We've gone through a purge several times of all the different glasses. did not embrace modern yeah. features, including quick measuring and specifications for an ice ball. That's why we've nice created ball. the Duo glass. Hand-blown glass that is complementary to every drinking experience. It has as much craft and thought put into it as the spirits we are drinking. Why is the Duo glass better? The double wall design improves the insulation of your libation while providing a condensation-free experience. We got a time-lapse video of a normal glass of ice melting and then their glass and ice melting. The Boro Silicate glass not only handles temperature changes better than standard glass. It is lighter, resulting in a design that is an impressive 5.6 ounces in weight. It's pretty nice scale. The Duo glass is constructed to nestle a standard ice ball perfectly. Nestle. Nestle my balls. Two silicone molds are included. Lastly, one ounce pour indicators are cleverly blown. So there's little lines the on the side of the glass. So it helps you like controlled pours for better mixing. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a cool idea. It's a pretty cool idea. It's integrated it's design. It doesn't look like purpose. it doesn't stand out like too no. much. No. Whether we are celebrating with our favorite bourbon, yes, unwinding after a long day, also yes, or yep. entertaining friends, maybe. That looks like a glass is a glass we look forward to using, no matter what we are drinking. That looks like a like high C or like. In addition to the yeah, duo glass, we the wanted to offer some of the best bitters mixers um, available. I'm not as unbored about this part of it. based bitters company Bitter Cube to offer for the first time. This Kickstarter exclusive trio of bitters. It looks like vape juice. I'm just saying. Looks like fucking vape juice. We appreciate your support. Cheers. So these glasses look really cool. Um, Check out the duo glass on Kickstarter. Take a look at it it, because the double wall design you kind of have to see to appreciate. Um, Which, because of the double wall design, you don't need coasters because the outside is a completely different temperature than the inside and it, like we saw in the video it keeps it from the ice from melting faster yeah um i'm really thinking about backing a couple of these so okay. let me know if you want any because there's a there's one with uh several glasses well let, let us know what the pricing uh, level is and how many days it's got to go and sure stuff. we are looking at um they wanted eleven thousand dollars they've already got a hundred thousand six so they're backed um 15 days to go uh, twenty-eight dollars got you an early bird duo. That's gone. For thirty-six dollars, you can get a, a two duo glasses. And I'm gonna skip all the way up to the top level, which is seven hundred fifty dollars, which is an event level. 
50 custom tunnel glasses. Holy shit. With a custom edge etched logo on the glass. <clears throat> so we could get... Plug and play logos on the edge of them? I mean, 50 glasses for 750. I mean, that's a lot of money, but that's not unreasonable. I mean, we could have a PAX party. We could. Plug and play PAX whiskey party. And there's already two backers at that level. So oh, we need to move on that if we want it. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is a cool product. Um, I love... It's hand-blown, first of all. So... That's really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know you've already got some whiskey glasses coming for us, but these are like a little more... They just shipped. Right. And I should actually... Well, I'm going to let you talk about your your Kickstarter, but... Okay. I wanted to talk about a couple Kickstarters that have just finished. Okay. Yeah. At the end of this, let's talk about them. All right. So, what do you have? So, actually, I found this for you. It, uh, it, for some reason, I thought that you'd be really interested in this one. Um, it's called the Nix C N I X C version two. Okay. It's an exclusive tube clock with modern technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seemed kind of like up your alley, somewhere like maybe in your game bonus room or something like that. But I'm gonna go ahead and let them talk about it really quick. Hi, I'm Oleg, and I'm really excited to present you my new project. He doesn't sound really excited. No. I wanted to learn something new about I wanted to learn how to suck your blood. <laughs> I came up with Nick C, a clock connecting old school tube display with a modern technology. So it's like a a, a, a wooden block with like vacuum tubes on top. Yeah. It took but they look like time glass bottles. Essential background for this project and, and they glow. The best they, solution. they do glow, but it's all digital on the inside. Hmm. I wanted to find a compromise between classic design and possibly high-end technology. And also to suck it blood. <laughs> you can control it with your phone to change the color, time, vaca effect, finger. or sleep mode. That's kind of weird. I think he wants to suck my blood. He might want to suck more than your blood. It is ready to go out of the box. All you need to do is to find a nice place for Nick's scene. Its versatility makes the clock fit almost every interior style. It helped me to develop myself, and I would like to share it with you. So, now I need your support to make it available for everyone. Thanks for watching. That's cool. So it's a a timepiece, like a a conversation starter. Yeah. So I don't know. It just kind of like reminds. It's something that would fit like very nicely in your house. Like, yeah, I could see like that. Like out on display somewhere in your place. It's it's not yeah, it's it's not something you see everywhere. No, it's definitely not. So how much does this thing cost? So, uh they're looking for 9,882 US dollars. They currently have 4,444 with 16 backers 27 days ago. So this is a brand new one. So it's like halfway there? Mm, yeah, it's about halfway there. It's out of the London UK. Um, so early <laughs> backers can get it for 225 US dollars. Okay. So it's pretty fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. There's seven of those left. After I mean, that's that, like our podcast setup right there. Yeah. Um, after that, guys, it goes up to $281. Oh, shit. That's, no, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the big granddaddy of them all is a share bundle. You get two pieces of the Nixie, uh, the share with a loved one and save money. It is 437 US dollars. Okay. So that's what I have on this week's uh what my my good my good one. We're gonna be hitting another topic here pretty soon. All right. So I don't completely hate this one, but it's just silly. This one is called. Well, hold on. It's called slugs. That's what it is, but I think that it has a different name. Make one hundred slugs fun handmade leather art toys. That's right. So they're they're leather sculptures. <laughs> they're slugs. Yeah. But there's some adorable kids that are going to tell you all about it. My name is Aaron Baker. Trouble and Trace is our family's creative studio. My two sons are going to present our first Kickstarter. Cool. I am Judah Baker, and I'm Fierce Baker, and we are from Charlotte, wow, Virginia. Trouble and Trace is happy to That's not our microphone, ladies and gentlemen. That slugs. is their Kickstarter. These slugs are beautiful sculptures you hold in your hand. They look kind of cool. I'll give them that. What the fuck are they? They're leather slugs. But what the fuck's the purpose of them? You can have like a slug crawling across your desk. No, it doesn't crawl. I guess it just kind of sits there, yeah. It just fucking sits. It's like a dead slug. Oh, Jesus. There's little leather leather capes you can put on your slugs. Oh, dear God. What the fuck is this? I don't know, dude. Holy shit. 
So like I'm saying, I don't entirely hate this. I just think it's really what stupid and weird. Fuck is, they're literally turning him into like Superman slugs. Yep. Da da da! Fucking Superman slug. There's a little slip. Is that a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a Superman slug. <laughs> Why are they still singing and playing with slugs? What the fuck <laughs> the is this? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> She's putting the slug through a hole. Oh yeah, yeah, go slug yeah, Superman. That does kind of look dirty. I mean, slug. I'm pretty sure she just, the slug just fucked that hole. Slugs are kind of fun. What? They just went through a ring. These slugs are trained. These are some badass trained slugs. Is that noose? Did they just noose the slug? There was a black slug. I will not. Did they say Chubby Chase? No. Okay, so you, you can get these. What the fuck? I don't know, Did I just dude. watch? I watched it twice and I still wasn't sure. You can get like these little leather slugs in different colors. You can get the little slings that spin them around. You can get little capes so you get super slow. I thought mine was my next one was worst of worst, and it still might be. Uh, fucking, you just made me watch this fucking super slug video. I okay. Can I interject for a second? Yeah, yeah, of Please. course. He thinks it's ridiculous, but Zach would buy this if it was an amiibo. This is true. What slug has Nintendo ever made? Give me a slug. They made a fucking cereal box that was an amiibo. Why wouldn't they? It's sitting right there. It's yep. fucking sitting right there. Yes, unopened. Is. I ate the other one and it's delicious. Okay. People are like, it's too sugary. I'm like, no, it's fucking delicious. So I'll say these for the slugs. They're at least affordably priced. Oh my you can, God. You can get a small leather. You can buy an affordable slug, ladies and gentlemen. You can get a small leather slug for only $8. Um, $8, $8 for. Oh my God. So here's the weird thing. Like, they've got 22 days to go, they've got 21 backers. They were only asking initially for three hundred and fifty dollars. That's still too much. They've already they've got seven hundred forty seven. Holy shit! So you can get in on this if you want. Uh, Holy, it, you know what this means? What slugs version two is coming to Kickstarter. They are over two hundred percent backed. Okay, so small leather slug. If you want a specific color, or no, style, no, no, hold on. No, we gotta take a guess here. I might need to buy this for. Some are they gonna do present. leather snails? Yeah, I, think so. I mean, eight dollars. No, no. Hold on. Are they going to do leather snails next? I mean, the world's an open oyster for them. Okay, so the colors will be randomly Le selected. They're oysters! Leather, randomly selected, but the colors are black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Randomly purple. selected? $12 gets you medium slug. 16 large leather slug. <laughs> $18 slug keychain. $24 slug and superhero expansion. <laughs> I wish it was cheaper. Slugs. I wish it was cheaper because I would totally get that for you. Oh all right, the trio variety. Um, okay, I'm going to move all the way up to the top level. The Super Mega Super Deluxe is the low, low price of $100. You get the superhero expansion with a set of three leather capes and masks and leather pow circle. That's the thing that spuns it around. Circus expansion comes with one brass ring, two gold leather hoops. It's like a toy. I think you're playing with... Oh, my God. Okay, one colored leather hoop. Two, two, one ribbon slime trail, one leather tether, and one punch through leather circle. That was the weird thing. It looked like the phallus, whatever. It includes large size slug times two, a medium size slug, a small size slug, super expansion pack times two. Oh my god! Can we just get on my shitty Kickstarter? Jesus! Can can we just call that the uh, the EA pre order? <laughs> uh, someone is back. Someone is back at this level. There's only I was two. Guess his dad. Okay, there's two left at this level, so if I win the lottery, you're totally getting this shit. <laughs> Alright, what's your shitty Kickstarter? If I get this for my fucking birthday... Happy birthday, Zach! Oh, Alright, so... We had a listener named Blake write in. He really liked the last episode. Okay. He wanted to have shitty Kickstarters. Congratulations, Blake, you just got a fucking shitty Kickstarter. I think I've topped it. Okay. I think I just topped the leather slugs, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think you can top my leather slugs with superhero case, Facebook dude. leaks A to Z. Hands-on Facebook ads and marketing course. I just fell asleep. They, yep, they're looking for $9,941. Okay. They have three backers. Okay. 26 days to go. Okay. Here's the video. Hi. Welcome to Facebook leaks A to Z. 
the only course that you need to learn everything about marketing and advertising on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> My name is Mark and I will be the instructor for this course. My name is Mark. For more than five years, I have been doing marketing and advertising on social media. I'm also one of the founders and head of marketing Suck a for snail. event production, Party Like Gatsby. Party Like Gatsby. Worldwide, we have been touring more than 15 countries and hosting events for a total of over 65,000 guests. And they want to Our expansion <laughs> and growth was mainly driven through marketing on Facebook and Instagram. Given my experience, this guy kind of looks like a date rape beginners, commercial. As well as for companies I mean, I wouldn't with leave my daughter with marketing him. budgets. Now I want to share all my experience and knowledge. I'm not with sure you. if I should be. By the end of this course, you will be I'm fully not sure able if I should be like happy and set like up your you trust me to watch your children start advertising. or not. After you completed five After really you just said that. challenges, you learned everything about you're in the circle of trust. It's very true. So if anyone tried to you harm them, I would kill them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Campaign objectives to choose. This guy you would definitely try to harm them. I'm, I'm confident, even with your small stature, you could take him because he's also a very small stature. And how to create a lookalike audience? And, and he parties like Gatsby. Okay, so he's like a social media. Can we stop this now? Yes, please. So he's a social media expert, allegedly, and he wants to train you for all this stuff. How, how how many uh, backers does he have? He has three. Okay. Well, 26 days ago. Okay. What, what were you going to say there, Tony? Uh, I'm just, I'm really impressed with the embossing on the certificate you get. Oh. If you yeah. <laughs> run this to completion. It's pretty fucking awesome, right? <laughs> so, he's, uh, so for, he has three backers? He has three backers. Uh, it's how many days ago? 26. So he's been on four days? Yep. And he's a social media expert? Yep. So how much is he asking for? He's asking for $9,941. How much does he have? $66. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's a social media expert, and he's, he's like broadcasting this, right? Right. <laughs> Based on five real-world projects, you will master a new skill to advertise and scale your business project via Facebook and Instagram. If you can't advertise... Hold on, hold on. No. Hold on. $24 US gets you the Facebook Leaks Level 1 Super Early Bird. There's what, still 118 of those available. What level gets me that embossed certificate that Tony mentioned? Oh, well, I think you get that on this one. Okay. Um, but all three have backed at this level. So um, that says something. Um, we're going to just jump up to the big granddaddy of them all. $1,109 gets you the Facebook Leaks Level 4 personal strategy call. Better have a personal strategy call. Here you have access to 80 plus lectures with over 10 hours of content. Lifetime unlimited access. Additional, you will receive level two access. Level and can, two. And you can ask me three course-related questions. Level three. Three questions. Three like level three questions. So with, it feels like he's taking the Scientology approach to network marketing. Just a little bit. Just <laughs> well, a little it's, it's bit. super exclusive. You don't understand. With this pledge, you will additionally have a call with me up to two hours. Oh, my God. Where we will define your business strategy for marketing on Facebook and Instagram. Full Facebook Leaks A to Z course includes five real-world real challenges, verifiable electronic certificate, and optional LinkedIn skill endorsement, <laughs> access to official Slack channel with all backers oh for helping God. each other, exchange, access to a Slack channel. Yep. Oh, sign me up. Yep, exchange and networking. Bonus lecture, one more leak with valuable learnings and my best kept growth hacking I'll take, secrets. I'll take a leak for, Hold on. I'll, it's his best kept growth hacking secrets. Level two, exclusive lecture, how to succeed with your project and a crowdfunding platform. I think he needs to back at this level. Level three, ask three questions. You There's more levels? Level, Yeah, hold on. Level three, oh ask God. No, questions. I'm so done with this. Level four, personal strategy call. We will schedule a call. Max two hours while we will work into your business and define a good strategy for your Facebook and Instagram. Luckily, he doesn't stay. Luckily, he doesn't say Kickstarter because he's got a shitty one here. Three backers? Nope. Uh, he's got three backers total. Nobody's back to the $1,000 level. That's just sad. Okay, moving on. Um, so we backed a while ago. Oh yeah, this is Kickstarter we've actually backed and recently received. So you got or one, getting you, you got the whiskey. Yeah. So talk about yours really quick, and I'll pull up mine. Sure. So we got the 
the sound activated um led strobe oh i can't masks. wait for those for packs those just got back i'm gonna fucking creep the shit out of homeless people with packs i'm like tim so hit I, me a funky beat boom 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 so boom. you're gonna get the skull i'm gonna get the robot yeah it's gonna be epic well, i haven't yeah. got the back i don't know which skull i want though there's like two there's one that's more color and then one that's black and white i think i want the black and white you want the black and white i think, I think so. you want to keep it simple want to be creepy as fuck walking up with a hoodie yep so those were successfully funded i also backed um i'm not going to really feature it i just want to mention it really quick it's a like an action cam it's like um i got it i got it in somehow on the christmas early bird oh yeah, yeah, yeah so this is actually i lo- thought about getting that but said we only need one so it's called capley it's a tiny little camera that attaches so either your person or like you can put on a post with some velcro and it can record five hours continuous video nice um stand by for 120 hours um Got pretty high specs for what it is. Sweet. 128. Um, it looks like a little lapel pin almost. Right. Um. So I somehow got into the Christmas backing level for fifty four dollars because nobody else fucking backed it. No, level. they were all sold out. But like one appeared randomly. I think someone changed their level or something, and I got in on it. Um. Because they're like seventy nine dollars normally. Oh Jesus. So I got in the fifty four dollars. Nice. So I'm very happy about that. Sweet. So, talk about your whiskey uh, glasses. So, I'm not really going to talk about it a whole bunch until we actually have it next week in our hand. Sweet. Um, but oh, next I'm, week? Next week. Okay. So, I will say that the American Oak Whiskey Glass that we talked about that's actually made out of bourbon barrel aged barrels barrels is actually shipped. Is It was successfully funded on December 31st. And I just got the notification that it will be delivered on Friday. Sweet. So we will have that. It's 100% made out of uh, oak, ba- uh, bourbon barrel aged oak barrels. Okay. I think I said that wrong. That's all right. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Um, and they did redesign it a little bit, so it's a little bit bigger. Um, and so it, it can comes hold more with, whiskey? It does. And it is actually uh, covered in beeswax. <laughs> Tony, do you understand that? So it's covered in a I'm wax. I'm not sure I want it covered in beeswax because don't you want like the wood to kind of go into the whiskey or no? I, I can't imagine you. Well, I would think that uh, the waxes would keep it from being permeable. Okay. The thing. That'd be a real pain to try and clean if you have to. That's true. So saturated every time. Are you what is what you're saying is we need to continuously apply? Uh, yeah. We should look at whatever instructions it has for washing. Okay, so we'll go over all that next week. Um, as well as like if it's one of our tasty treats will probably be a whiskey because of this. Well, if we have that, absolutely. It'll be here Friday, so okay, we'll sweet. Have it next week. We'll do some whiskey next week. So um that is this week's Kickstarter guys. Um moving on to game releases or no games we've been playing. So let's get this out of the way. Have you played any games? What's a game? Alright, so I guess I have to talk about the games I've been playing. Um so I picked up this game that was 40% off on Steam called Late Shift. And it's actually pretty fucking cool. It's a full motion video game. Um, it's more like an interactive movie. So it's like a crime caper. Um, it starts with this guy in a... He's like a... Thank you for playing that back. He is um, an, an attendant in a car lot for like expensive cars. And stuff kind of happens and he gets in, caught up. There's a really fucking hot blonde in this video. There is. He gets caught... That's the wrong video. Oh, <laughs> that's the next one. That's tender, loving care. Oh. Uh, so late shift is um, it's a crime caper about an unwilling. He he gets hostage. He gets kidnapped basically and forced. He gets hostaged. Gotcha. He gets, he, hostage can be a verb. You can get hostaged. That's still tender, loving Sorry, care. Sorry, fuck. <laughs> I'm just learning this equipment. Jesus Christ! We so, just set up like an hour ago. I was kind of impressed with the relatively high production value for this. Like, it was um, high-definition video. Um, the acting wasn't terrible. It was a little bit uneven. Some actors were better than others. Um, the crime caper was a little bit silly because the central object that they were heisting was a tiny uh, Chinese rice bowl. I mean, granted, it was from the Ming Dynasty. But, um, so you'll have decision points along the way. You're basically watching a movie, and then you're like, okay, you come to a point, and you're like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? So it's it's you're you're more watching than playing. Like okay. it's a lot less involved than like if you played a Telltale game. So is it like like kind of like Mist or 
Even less so, because oh, unless okay. at least you're moving around. Okay. This you're just watching. This is like literally like, like a... imagine watching Snatch and getting to decide what the main character does at, at pivotal points. Like, do you go along with it what, or you what, try to resist? What Snatch? Um, Pulp Fiction. What's Pulp Fiction? Okay. Um, Ocean's Eleven. I think that's a movie. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Oh, that's right. This guy doesn't watch movies. He doesn't I don't watch... fucking watch movies. Hey, you can interact with me on this. Okay. Interact right. with Tony. He's over there next okay, to the computer. Okay, so what's cool about this is it's about an hour. You can play through a couple times and make different choices. I've I've played through twice now. I streamed once on uh, Caffeine and took some input from people that were watching me stream. And I did it once on my own just so I could record it. If you want to check it out, it's on our YouTube channel, an entire playthrough. Um, like I said, decent production values. Like it's actually pretty cool. And when it was on sale, it was a, a, a decent price. So I got my money's worth out of it with two playthroughs. I'm not going to try to get the best ending or whatever. My first ending was pretty bad. I ended up in jail. My second ending was all right. It could be worse. It could be worse. It was better than the first ending. Um, by the way, caffeine.tv, mm-hmm. pretty fucking serious place to stream. Yeah. We've been um, getting a shitload of follows on that place. And I only streamed one time. I streamed the, the one playthrough, and, like, people were dropping and dropping out. One guy stayed with me the whole time and, like, was asking me questions. Like, what is this? I'm, like, explaining to him. And he, like, it was cool. Um, so, after I played that, I realized I had another f- full motion video game in my library that I hadn't gotten to. It's called Tender Loving Care. <laughs> and whereas, whereas Late Shift was a pretty good experience <laughs> was it not very tender tender loving care was, Did it was really just pretty, fuck you? pretty embarrassing imagine a combination of like those late night movies that you don't want your wife to catch you watching but mixed with a lifetime movie oh. and you've got an idea of what this is like hallmark skinamax hallmark skinamax perfect that's exactly it um so there's this couple. Okay, keep in mind this is supposed to be kind of a sexy story. Their child dies in a horrible car accident, and the wife is goes into denial and and keeps talking about the child as if it's, she's alive, while being depressed and like non-responsive. So the husband's solution is to hire a psychiatrist to come in and live with them, and try to guide the woman out of her depression. But, of course, the psychiatrist is the sexy blonde who has the hots for both of them. Oh, we're listening of to course. it. And Of course. Yeah, um, it, it's all kinds of awful. There's an older actor, um, William Hurt, I think, who is the psychologist that the husband tried before this lady. And he pops in randomly to... The game breaks the fourth wall a lot. It'll look directly at you and ask you questions. Like, you're this weird observer in the situation. Um, so it's like a weird kinky situation. It's kinky as fuck, and it's weird. Like, it's really weird. Um, there's there's little parts where they play the drama, and then you kind of wander around the house like a voyeur and look at people's diaries and shit. And then you go to, like, this... It's called the TAT, and you answer questions... Um, Not the TIT. So it sort of reminds me of when you talk to the psychologist in um, Until Dawn. Oh, fuck. But weirder. Because mm. they're all sexual questions. I mean, some of his were kind of like, what are you really it's, attracted it's, to? Clowns or scorpions? So this game was originally game. Again, it's more of an interactive movie. It was released originally. Interactive in, sex documentary. I'd never heard of it. It was originally released in 1998. It just recently just kind of showed up on Steam. Like, poof. And during the Steam sale, uh, I heard another podcast talk about it, so I just bought it because it was like literally like three or four dollars, and I I kind of forgot about it until I played this. I, I, okay, hold on. Yes, I realize we're a podcast and probably shouldn't be highlighting other people's podcasts. But what podcast were you listening to that had this on it? Giantbomb.com. No, it'd be Giant Bomb. Was it Beastcast or Giant Bomb? Giant Bomb. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's awkward. It must have been, this uh, game is awkward. Um, weird. I don't recognize this one at all i listened there is semi-frontal nudity there is um 
like they'll go from one scene of like the father reliving this horrific accident with his daughter and then the next scene is him being titillated by the psychiatrist it's like it hurts your brain like like this is not sexy to think about a child dying but yet we're it's it's fucked up it's really fucked up so i played about an hour of that i don't know if i'll finish it honestly i have a really bad uh comparison okay no the hallmark cinemax thing that was perfect well so here's 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 the one i have this it's that cancer dragon Mm -hmm. oh shit meets leisure suit larry yes oh shit that's good yes that's really good that's gold there we go okay so moving on to semi-normal games I played, uh, PlayStation Plus released uh, Rhyme, which is a game I've been interested in a long time. So you and Jessica mm-hmm. were going back and forth on, so what the fuck is Rhyme? Like, apparently I've missed this one. It, You know, it kind of looks like Zelda Wind Waker. Okay, so I thought it was Zelda Wind Waker-ish. Okay. So I've only played a little bit of it. There, there's a quick look of all of these on our YouTube channel, by the way. Sweet. So I tried to, I, I actually cut up um, Tender Loving Carriage several chunks of it to try to give you a, a general idea of what the game's like um so it's a little bit disjointed but i wanted to give you a different I, like there's parts where you're like sort of wandering through the house there's parts where you're watching video there's parts where you're asking awkward questions i got a little sample of all of that um when it came to rhyme i just played the first 15 minutes or so of the game and it's really pretty it's like very pastel like um simple colors you wake up on a beach as a kid you, you're not sure what's going on there's like all these it's the the world is very colorful, very alive. There's like like crabs crawling on the beach, there's starfish. Um and you can kind of go wherever you want. There's some boundaries like there, at one point there's a kind of a wall of jellyfish. You can't go that way. Okay. So there are definitely walls. It's not like a complete open world, but you can go jump in the ocean, go swim for a little bit, whatever Sweet. you want to do. And you start seeing these like structures, these old decaying structures, and there's like beams of light and there's a central area. So there's puzzles and you figure out like pretty naturally how to activate these puzzles and um yeah it reminds me a lot of like wind waker or another another game that i'm going to be picking up um later this week it sort of reminds me of a more casual colorful version of shadow of colossus Hmm. where there's this big open world to explore and manipulate so i'm excited to play rhyme i've been wanting to play rhyme since it came out but i didn't know if i want to play it on switch i didn't want to play it on playstation 4 so you got it on Switch, right? I got it on PlayStation 4 for free because that's the PlayStation Plus game this month. Gotcha. So um, I just started that. If you, I think you should at least browse through the videos that and just check it out. I'll check it out. Like skim through it really quick um, just to get an idea of the video. I'll go back and play Wind Waker. I'll be fine. No, no. I want you to like just, you know, skim through the video. Like not necessarily watch the whole thing, but like fast forward and like, just get an idea of the visual style of it. It's really Kay. cool. That's what I've been playing. Sweet. You um, ready for game releases? Yes. I so, already mentioned one. So, of... so I have uh, some background music for game releases this week. Oh, God. I'm afraid. I <laughs> know. Oh, it stopped. Uh, oh, darn. <laughs> How do I... Uh, hold on. You can't figure it out? No, I'm trying to, uh, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Hold on. Your stubby fingers are not working. No, it's, uh, it's not the stubby fingers, you fucking asshole. I can't let a podcast go without reminding you that you're missing part of your so, fingers. if we're talking about games we've played this week? Yeah, have you played any games? Um, well, besides inordinate hours of Dota. Okay. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. How are you liking Dota after all? So, they've, like, done, like, these, like, they used to do like letter, uh, like patches, mm-hmm. and they used to do number patches, which number patches are like meh. Letter patches are like significant. Now so, they're doing number patches like all the fucking time. So Dota has moved to um, like balancing changes every two weeks now. Yeah. And so they're they're smaller patches, um, but they're way more frequent. Yeah, much more frequent than like the uh, the quarterly updates that we were seeing before. Yeah. So I played a lot of Dota. Um, the other one, uh, so I'm going to PDX Land. Oh yeah. February, or I guess it is February in a couple weeks, and um, I apparently was signed up to play in this game called Battle Right. Hmm. Huh. Is it Battle Right? I think that's what it's called. Battle Royale. No, 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 no. no. Um, 
battle rite, like R I T E. R I T E, and it's like a um, an arena style game. Um, yeah, so it's like an arena style game. Games matches last two to five minutes. Um, think somewhere between like a Dota type type view, but yeah. more of a it's like a World of Warcraft type arena. It's like once you're dead, you're out. Weird. It's like best of five. It's pretty sweet. I haven't had a chance to really master the controls on it yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to playing that one more. Awesome. Sweet. Have you played anything else? No, just a few. Okay, sweet. Um, so we got this figured out, guys, now. So uh, you guys ready for game releases? I mean, I guess. Alright, so guys, coming out, Shadow of Colossus PS4. Hell yeah. Shadow of the Colossus Special Edition That's PS4. Dandera Nintendo Switch PS4. Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition, Nintendo Switch, PSN. Uh, Black Hole, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Bleed 2, PS4. Mercy Kings Reloaded Edition, PS4. Close Combat 2, A Bridge Too Far, PC. The Dark Side De- Detective, Nintendo Switch. Meander, PC. Eperion Cyberstorm, <laughs> Wii U. PC. Nintendo Wait, a Switch. Wii U release? Holy shit. Yeah, no shit. Sid Meier's Civilization 6? Is that 6? Yeah, it's 6. Okay. Rise and Fall, PC. Disc Jam, Nintendo Switch. I might have to pick that up, honestly. No, it's like the... Like you just jam a disc? No, it's like uh, battling back and forth with a disc. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Aegeus? Aegeus? A- sure. Sure. Defenders, Nintendo Switch, PS4. Atomic, Run Gun, Jump Gun... That's all one word, by the way. Yeah, that's all one fucking word. So if you want to check that out, it's Atomic, A-T-O-M-I-K. Run, gun, jump gun, one word. Nintendo Switch. Mercenary Sagas Chronicles, Nintendo Switch. Heroin Anthem Zero, Episode Her- 1. Heroin, not heroin. <laughs> oh. Heroin yeah. something else. <laughs> heroin, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> heroin Anthem. Heroin Anthem, PS4. Obvious. Uh, Rocket of Whispers, PC, Mac, Dragon Quest Builders, Nintendo Switch, Under Night in Birth, X, Late Street, PS3, PS4, what the fuck is that? Uh, The Seven Deadly Sins, Knights of Britannia, PS4, Um, and uh, thank God that's it. You you had a new idea for the address? Sure. So we've been telling you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and. I'm going to give you more reasons and, and YouTube. So Twitter is a good place for us to just like say, hey, we just backed this. Facebook, we're going to post like all of our stuff there. If you want to see like. Like literally all of our stuff. Everything that comes from Twitter and Instagram will be on Facebook. Right. But let's say you want to see what the big bad Batista beer looks like. You want to go to Instagram. What you want to do is look for hashtag PNP 177. Because that's this episode. So or last episode, PNP 176. Right. So if there's like, I talked about like the Quarter World Arcade, you want to see my kid playing Space Invaders on a giant fucking screen. Or Pac-Man. Or Pac-Man. I've looked and there's no one else is using these hashtags. So Sweet. PNP and then the episode title. And you'll get to some visual aids for each episode. Sweet. So like this week, I'll probably put up some things from the Light Festival. Probably some of our uh, equipment here. Yeah. Some of the, the beer we t- tasted, stuff like that. So kind of a, a visual companion to the podcast sweet and then youtube i will put up um quick looks and shit quick looks of the three games i talked about so sweet. that's a reason for you to go visit those channels awesome so you guys can also find those over at uh, twitter and instagram is at plug and play cast facebook.com forward slash plug and play show and youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer you guys can always find us over at the button and plug and play gamer.com so don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck Nazis.